time, family, we're back to talk about what Jesus tells us in our time with him. And I am in Ecclesiastes right now with my family, and it is super fun. And there are so many good nuggets in there that answer questions, (laughs) answer the questions we ask about life and about our future and about our purpose. And um, they do so with such balance and wisdom because Solomon wrote it and God gave him supernatural wisdom. So delicious. (laughs) So have you ever thought about that question? What do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) When my kids were little, I was kind of obsessed with that. I thought, okay, since I'm homeschooling these kids, I am responsible for their spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental development and what they're going to be when they grow up. And it has to be the best thing ever because that is how we honor Christ. And you can already feel the stress, tension, and anxiety (laughs) that way of thinking um, brought to my poor children, especially my firstborn because he's the firstborn. And so he was the guinea pig and he's the one on whom I did all the wrong things (laughs) and figured it out and adjusted and repented and asked for forgiveness and came back with more grace and understanding. I remember when he was in seventh grade, seventh grade, you guys, he woke up in the middle of the night screaming, not screaming, but like, you know, ah, and I walk in there and say, Hey buddy, what's wrong? He's like, mom, I just, I just don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And I I don't know if I want to be an engineer and I don't know. And, and that's when I figured out, Oh, I'm probably putting too much pressure on him. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, I just felt so bad. I realized that I was making the A's on his assignments an idol and causing him to do that as well when that's not what he wanted and that's not what God wanted. And and then even now, so fast forward, he's, uh, he's now 21 years old and he's in college and And it was the same thing. I I gave him a vision (laughs) of what he should do when he got into college. I was like, hey, why don't don't you do engineering? You're so good at math. And he shadowed an engineer and he hated it. And I was like, okay, so that's fine. There's other things. And I was like, why don't you go into the medical field, like nursing? That's super awesome. And you get to wear scrubs all day. And he was like, okay. And he, he tried that and that was not for him. Um, he, you know, he tried to apply for the program and that didn't work out and, and he's like yeah and, and he didn't really want it anyway he was just honoring mom and I felt really bad about that and I think after that is when I thought oh let me just pray <laughs> and trust the Lord will guide him so right now he is um, earning a business degree and he's still unclear about what he wants to do with his future But, but instead of freaking out about it, God's word has something to say about it. So in Ecclesiastes 6.10, it says this in the NLT. Everything has already been decided. It was known long ago what each person would be. So there's no use arguing with God about your destiny. God could not have been more clear. (laughs) 
I am trying to make decisions for my kids and 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 there's nothing wrong with speaking into your kids and letting them know, "Hey, this is what I see in you. Um this is a th- a strength I see. This is a this is a gift I see. Um maybe you should explore things in that direction." I think that's fine. But deciding things for them is not fine. <laughs> and that's the word, isn't it? Deciding. I think Sometimes as overzealous moms or even the world, education can exhort us to decide. Just decide what you want to be and then work at it and do it. And I don't think that's all bad, but there is a spiritual mental shift that unlocks a connection with God that we miss. And the connection is this after reading that verse. Everything has already been decided. It was no long ago what each person would be, so there's no use arguing with God about your destiny. Whatever we will be, it is not so much deciding as discovering. God's benevolent sovereignty <laughs> takes into account all the things. He knows how we are wired. He knows the desires of our hearts he knows the exact circumstances people job that will bring us not not necessarily the most joy but will give us exactly what we need to know god the best because that's always the goal and we can trust that we can trust God with that. <laughs> and so it's not deciding what we want, it is discovering what God has for us. And in Colossians 3:3, I love this verse. I love it so much. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Hold up. What 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 is my real life? I mean, there's a life I'm living. There's a life the world tells me I should be living. There is a life my flesh wants to live. There is a life that the enemy wants me to live. But what's my real life? Where is that? How do I discover that? Your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And so not only does God invite us to discover instead of decide, He's telling us how to do that, how to discover it. If our life, our real life is hidden with Christ in God, then in knowing Christ better, in knowing him deeper, we discover our real life. Guys, I don't know about you, but that is a load off. <laughs> And when I shared that with my son this weekend, he really appreciated it. <laughs> He's like, "Ooh, I love that mental switch, mom. I love that mental adjustment." Because there are certain burdens I think that God never intended us to carry, but we've taken that on ourselves because we want to be responsible, we want to be diligent, we want to be um good Christians or good citizens or good workers or good students. And this is not to say that we never make decisions. I feel like 
being indecisive is not a godly trait. Because we trust God's heart, because we trust he can lead us and let us know what we need to know, when we need to know it, we can make faith-filled and confident decisions. Here's the thing though, we don't know the end result. God does. And so as we make our, I'll call them next step decisions, next right thing (laughs) decisions, um, which is really obedience, then those little decisions will lead us, I think, to discover what God has for us. Will lead us to discover who God created us to be. And it will not be stressful. It will not be anxiety-inducing. It will, it will yield joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, all the fruits of the Spirit. I think I missed one in there. But <laughs> doing things God's way, in God's timing, understanding God's heart is always the way to go. <laughs> so everything has already been decided. It was known long ago what each person would be. So there's no use arguing with God about your destiny. Your real life is hidden with Christ and God. Hallelujah. <laughs> right? I can rest that for my kids and even for myself as I'm entering an empty nest season and not knowing what's next for me. I don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. We can just pursue Christ, be with Christ. He's got us. Praise God. I hope you guys are encouraged and I hope you guys are filled up and blessed by your own Jesus time. Love you.